Scanna Energy is a proud part. Yes, touchdown. Let's go, Falcons. We're big Falcons fans. And as the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons, Scanna Energy is part of all the action. So let's get fired up for our home team as we cheer them on to victory this season. Sign up with Scanna today and get up to $100. Call 877-GO-SCANA or visit scannaenergy.com slash falcons and use promo code FALCONS for details. Limited time offer terms and conditions apply. How do you like Big D? And now it's time for FinCast. Boom, shakalaka. Wide receiver and fan favorite Brian Fennerin is talking Dirty Bird football. Powered by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. Looking for Fennerin who leaps into the air, a touchdown. FinCast starts now. All right, Falcons fans, another week, another loss. But hey, at least the Bucks lost too. You are listening to FinCast, brought to you by Scan Energy, the official natural gas provider of your Atlanta Falcons. I'm Tyler Nelson alongside the great B-Fin 86, Brian Finnerin. know it. How are you this morning, sir? I'm good. Um, it was a rough weekend with uh, the Falcons getting their heads beaten up in Cincinnati, but... One pretty. I'm doing good. Good, um, good week so far and excited about FinCast. And um, getting to a new game, a new week, and uh, a new opponent in Carolina where the Falcons are favored by four and a half yeah. in the stands right now. So, so it, I mean, I've got to imagine a home game being a big part of that. But before we get too far into this, I want to ask you a very important question. All right. Have you ever flipped a golf cart? Have I ever flipped a golf cart? Yes. Have you really? One time in Minnesota. Okay, tell me about that. Uh, was at my buddy's golf tournament, or maybe somebody else's, but I got invited up there. My cool quarterback from Barcelona, Todd Bauman, lives in the Minneapolis area, so we had a golf tournament up there. And I was coming down a grass hill and turned and started like, um, what do they call it, drifting a little bit? Yeah. And got sideways, so when my wheels hit the cart path, they were I was facing, I was parallel, parallel with the cart the path. Go- yeah. So the rubber on the tires grabbed the cement when it got off the grass and flipped it on its side. And I was athletic enough where <laughs> I let it fall over me, and then I was standing in the middle of where... Of the middle of the... Cart. Okay. From this, yeah. So I asked because I did this for the first time on Friday. Um, oh, I was no. playing golf with a mutual friend of ours who will rena- remain nameless. All right. uh, and, um, yeah, it was a similar situation. I wish I could say I was just fucked up, uh, but I wasn't. I wasn't even... Yeah, I wasn't even tipsy. Just... Oh, I was tipsy. I got tipped ever. But uh, yeah, I was coming down a, like a grass slope, yep. and I hadn't even been driving that day. I was just the one moving the cart. Came in down a grass slope and cut it right too quickly on an incline, and bam, right yep. over my side. And so Saturday, I was like, why am I so sore? Oh, am I man. that out of shape that one round of golf makes me sore now? No, no, no it was because I landed on my left side with a oh. whole golf cart. I was not that's, athletic that's enough right. to jump up. and. Uh, it was a crazy thing. I must have <laughs> held onto the steering wheel and then just kind of picked my feet up and just landed on the cement. But you learn that lesson one time, yes. and then you don't let it happen again. Yes. As long as you go down the hill straight or just at a 45 even, yeah. once you start sliding and drifting into the cement, you're in big, big trouble. I mean, I've been driving golf carts, like playing golf and stuff, since like my dad was taking me out since I was like 10 or 11 years old or so, and I've right. never done it. And I've been pretty drunk on a golf course at certain periods, and I've still never done it. I so I, I now can join the Have Flipped a Golf Cart Club. And I'm glad to know I'm not alone. No. Because everybody else I've asked me, like, no. Yeah. Are you an idiot? Uh, I know. No, <laughs> I'm not going to do that, but don't, All right. do, don't do it again. <clears throat> All right. Yeah, well, well, I won't. So um, now getting to the important heart of the matter. Bad loss. Well, you know what? I won't even say this. Not a bad loss. It wasn't really a, a bad loss in the sense that 
Nothing wacky happened. This is what kind of what we've been talking about all season on FinCast is that brought to you by Scan Energy. Uh, that we have these wacky losses or wacky things happen that lead us to not be able to have a chance to come back and win, like in the Tampa game or coming, you know, fumbling in the fourth quarter and the Saints game and all that yep. stuff. But nothing really like that happened. So at least it was just a true loss to a team that was in the Super Bowl right. two years ago. That's fine. That's fine um, and great. It's nice that we didn't yes. hurt ourselves too bad. Uh, the however. defense was not good. However, 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 defense was not good early on, especially. Correct. It's twenty-one to nothing before you can blink. Mm-hmm. Uh, then you get a couple stops. You have a nice punt return mm-hmm. right before half, and you score I think ten unanswered points in like thirty seconds yeah, or something like which that, which was great. So it gets you back to twenty-eight to seventeen at halftime, and you got the ball coming out at right. halftime to start the third quarter. Well, you proceed to go three and out. Uh, your defense gets a stop for you. They get you the ball back quickly. You go three and out again, and I think after that, the Bengals, they're just too good. they got too many weapons. Joe Burrow was lights out. Mixon was awesome at the running back position. Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase, T. Higgins, T. Higgins all had big games. Yeah, all three of them. It's just uh, a three-headed monster, as I heard yeah. someone else say. That's just, just a great receiving But you court. had opportunities. You didn't take advantage of them, and um, you can't do that when you're, when you're limited. And they were so beat up in the defensive backfield. Eight plays into the game, A.J. Terrell. Mm-hmm. Starting corner goes out. Casey Hayward, the other starting corner, is on IR. So you're already screwed in that regard. And now you got backups to the backups to the backups coming in and trying to guard two Pro Bowl wide receivers and a quarterback that, like you said, was in the Super Bowl last year from throwing the ball over the place. So it was kind of a um, – We were set up for failure. It was set up for them to beat us. Yes. With, with, with us with the, I mean, if nothing else, the secondary alone, and Joe Burrow looked great. I mean, he, he, he looked like the – the quarterback that led LSU to that national championship. Yep. He he was throwing. I mean, and it wasn't. It was deep. It was intermediate, and it was short. He was hitting everything. And a lot of times when he got, and we had a couple sacks. You know, Lorenzo Carter, Grady, both got home. I think uh, somebody else did too. We had some in the rush game, but even when he would roll out, he would still find somebody like a, a tight end off the end or something. So it was, yeah, we were set up a little for bit. failure. Grady Jarrett had another nice game. Lit up the stat sheet with a couple tackles, three quarterback hits, a sack, a tackle for a loss, just all over the football field. And Lorenzo Carter had a sack, a very nice one, and D'Angelo Malone got on the board. D'Angelo Malone, that's what I was thinking. as well. So those are the three guys on defense that at least showed up at some point. So uh, we'll chalk that one up to running into a buzzsaw in in, um, Cincinnati with the Bengals and being banged up. But now you're at home. Now you got to defend home field. you got a chance to go Back to 500 mm-hmm. and stay at pace at least, maybe take a, a lead in the division. Depending on on depending on what Tampa Bay does this week. Tampa Bay plays Thursday night, so they got a short week. Yep, they got a short week for sure. And, and they're playing the Ravens. Ravens at Tampa, I believe. Okay, so they're playing the the Ravens at Tampa. That's right. Okay, okay, so we lost, but the Bucks lost too, so we're still tied for the division of easily, in my opinion, the worst division in football this year. So yep. we lost, but we didn't lose too much. We didn't lose standing like that. I got to ask this question. Are we really in contention for winning this division? Yeah, yeah by the numbers. I mean, by the numbers, sure. Yeah. But I mean, like, do what, I think what is in your what is in your heart? What is in your football no, player's soul do you think is going to happen? I do not think that we win this division. Not, not with what I've been watching so far. I don't know what's going to change moving forward, but they threw the ball 13 times this week, completed eight oh. passes, threw the ball 14 times last week, and completed 13 to 14. So that was nice, but... It's not sustainable in the right. NFL, in my opinion. If you go 14 to 21, 15 for 27, 
you, at least you're throwing the ball around, you're opening it up, and you're, right. you're making some people happy. But you got to get, you got to try to throw for 200 yards. You got to try to. They had a 75 yard bomb from your bird. Shoot. His first NFL catch. There you go. And first NFL touchdown. Thank you very much. That yeah. was. I mean, it was beautiful, and it was right like we were just talking about. That was the touchdown right before the half, and then mm-hmm. quick three and out, punt Avery, and a, punt, a beautiful punt return by Avery Williams, who almost took it home. That was exciting, fun to it watch football. great, but it's Take not. Take a shot. Yes. I said it last week. you got to open it up a little yes. bit. Take shots down the field. You got guys, that guy is fast as I've seen. Demir Bird, he was rolling. Even mm-hmm. when he caught it, he, he extended his lead on those guys that were trying to chase him. So 75-yard touchdown, uh, one catch on the day for 75 yards. So let him go run some post routes when you think you've got some options. Um, and at least keep the defense honest. So that's all I want to see. I need I need a few more plays like that. Like I said, if you want to throw the ball 20 times and do four go routes or sure. four deep posts or just four kind of shot plays, I'm okay with it because then you're then you're playing more football, like real live NFL football. NFL football. And and, and to what you just bullshit. said is why I agree. Yeah, you can't do you can't throw the ball 14 times. In an NFL game, every game, and expect to have a division winner, even if it is a crappy division, is not sustainable. To use your word, I yeah. I completely agree with you there. So, do you think it's Tampa Bay then, if if not us? Oh man, <laughs> what's going on over there? Listen, I might I should just say it's us and just roll with it. But yeah, if I had to guess, I would say Tampa Bay figures something out. Just because don't bet against Tom Brady. Yeah, don't bet against Tom Brady, Mike Evans. I, I just they got players on defense that are better than ours. So uh, yeah, I I would say. T- Tampa Bay, but you you take care of business the next few weeks. You got Carolina twice in the next three weeks, and sandwiched in between them is the L.A. Chargers, which will be tough, but you got a chance to do something there. So will be tough but doable. Yeah, Chargers got beat thirty-seven to twenty-three by Seattle. Oy, that's so, yeah. Let's see if we can make it happen. All right. Well, before we uh, get our last thoughts on the Panthers, we get to run to the Panthers. Let's get some thin catch. All right, Finn, what cash are you winning for us this week on what cash games? money. Uh, we'll go with the Falcons. They're minus four and a half right now. Okay, so hold on. Before, before you progress, there, we, there's some contention on this. I what, Before you and I got together and started talking about I saw a six and a half line. All right. So, that's why we're going to stick to one line, and it's going to be from <laughs> ESPN. Okay. Okay. Different, okay. different casinos, different sports <laughs> right, books. Right. We'll have different numbers, but we'll keep it simple for us. It's probably not the best line out there. But it's a good one if you're the Falcons, because if you're talking about six and a half, yeah. I don't want anything to do with the full touchdown by the Falcons. So Falcons are four and a half point favorites against the Panthers team that's two and five, starting a quarterback named PJ Walker. Have just come off a victory over Tampa Bay twenty one to three. Yeah, so ugly loss for Tampa Bay against PJ Walker. And I saw uh, just some highlights from that game and he looked like he was throwing some dimes and there was a nice back of the end zone. Do they rush the ball for like over two hundred yards? That's insane. Yeah. So, so they're at least quarterback wise right now in a similar situation where they're run heavy and stuff. And we've got a decent run defense. So, is that what we're looking? Well, hold on. Yeah. That's getting into the game. So, sorry. Hold on. Back up. Your f- first game, Falcons over Panthers. So, Falcons plus the points. Minus four and a half. Yeah. I still don't feel great about it, as you can tell. <laughs> but yeah. But that's the one. All right. What's what's the other one? All right. The other one I like. Um, I think it was Tennessee. I was looking at Tennessee travels to the Houston Texans. Okay. Uh, Tennessee's favored by one and a half. Derrick Henry's getting rolling a little bit, and I think they can get stuff stuff going. They're four and two in the division. They got a chance to extend their lead over the Colts and the Texans. 
and Jacksonville, if they can continue to win. And Tennessee, I don't know. They're just sneaky. And my third pick of the week will go Washington Commanders are on the way to Indianapolis. Indianapolis is starting Sam Ellinger. Mm-hmm. Uh, first time, hasn't thrown a pass in the NFL ever. Taylor Heineke comes in as the Commanders are 3-4. and four. they got a feisty defense to get after the quarterback. So I'll take the Commanders on the road getting three points according to ESPN. So I think that's going to go down as well. But we'll see what happens. That'll be an interesting one. I, 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 that's a, that'll be a very interesting game, period, I think. Um, Betting-wise, personally, I'd stay away from it because cause who, who the hell knows. Mm-hmm. But getting out of – now, that was FinCash, y'all. Getting out of that, there's a couple things to talk about. Let's go to that game that you just mentioned. Matt Ryan has been benched. Oh, my. I, I mean, um, wow. I, yeah. It's not it's not pretty. It's not fun to watch from a distance. No. Um, his season so far has not been great, although he's thrown the ball all over the place because they've been down a lot, and the running back has been hurt, and the offensive line has been bad. Right. So a lot of the pressure has been on Matt. Uh, he's been hit a lot, sacked the most times, the most fumbles in the league, and, God, I don't want to say nine, but maybe nine interceptions. I'll have to look that up. Jeez. We were talking today in the locker room. And this might be this might be Matt that might have been Matt Ryan's last snap he's taken in the NFL. They literally said You think it's really that he has a shoulder injury that's minor. He could be ready to go next week or he could be ready in two or three weeks. But his head coach, Frank Reich, says this job is Sam Ellinger's Ellinger's for, for till the, re- the end of the season. For the rest of the season. Matt Ryan got benched. So what are the chances they cut him in the Falcons resign him? Zero point <laughs> zero. Zero. Does he get cut? And why do you think that it, it, it's his last season? Why does he not rehab it and come back next season, if, if not in Indianapolis, somewhere else? Where is he going to go? Where is a quarterback situation needy for a guy that's 37 or 38 years old? Slowed down a little bit. Sure. Right? A little, mu- little juice off his fastball is gone. Athleticism slowly leaking out of his body year by year. Uh, I feel st- I st- I, I, I'm with you. I think he can do something. Yeah. But not here in Atlanta. What they did to him was – Egregious, so he's not coming Agreed. back here. Uh, the Saints may need a quarterback for too long, but he's not going there. Oh, God, I would hate to hit Carolina him. needs a quarterback, I think, but I don't think he's going there. He's under contract, guaranteed for the next this year and next year. Okay, so he's got two years. I thought this was the last year. Oh, yeah, you got one more. Okay. This year is $24 million. Next year is like 12 or 13 So it's just a little sad. You hate to see it. It's one of those things where father time is undefeated mm-hmm. and uh, catching up with people. And then we thought it was set up perfectly for him. The offensive line was supposed to be great. The running game with Jonathan Taylor was supposed to be top in the league like it was last year, and none of it worked out for him. It's just which is which is so sad because he's brutal. such a, he's such a great guy, and in in my mind the greatest Falcon. I just I mean what he brought to this team in this town is just so, yep. and in such a gracious way too. Uh, you just hate to see a career and like that. If it is truly the end of his career, that's a really crummy way to see it. It end. really is. So, but uh, Matt, we love you, man, and uh, we love you, Matt. Love you. Hope you. That's uh, my quarterback. <laughs> it's just sad, but. Well, I don't know. Yeah. There's, no, there's nothing else sad. to say. There is nothing else sad. to say. That's just, their problem now. Yeah. Sad for us. Hate to see him go down and go out like this. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he comes back and plays another year somewhere. But I would I would bet against it. Well, well, moving on, let's finish off by talking about the Panthers. So, like you said, we we got into briefly in FinCash, uh, P.J. Walker uh, from Temple, which mm-hmm. so you, you both Philadelphia boys up there. There you go. Um, this is his third. This will be his fourth game starting. For the Panthers, and that team is not good. Despite a big win and kicking the crap out of the Bucks, not a good team. So run heavy, 
past few. Do, do you have any numbers on, on P.J. Walker? Sure. Uh, 16 to 22 last week with 177 yards and two touchdowns. Okay. So efficient when he, when he threw the ball. Sure. And the running game was legit. 27 carries for that group of guys. So they traded away Christian yards. McCaffrey. Who were their running backs? Deontay Foreman. Okay. And then uh, Chubba Howard. Chubba Hubbard. Chubba Hubbard. Jesus. Chubba Hubbard <laughs> uh, as well. So those are the guys you're going <laughs> to lean on. If you don't have a good running back in your fantasy league, you may want to pick those guys up because they're going to be the bell cows for what they're doing over there. Sure. And then DJ Moore uh, got the most targets and catches. Ten targets, seven catches, 69 yards. Uh, and a touchdown last week for Carolina. So they're they're a feisty football team. Um, they fired their head coach this season. Mm-hmm. Matt Rule out. Who yeah. is their head coach now? It's a guy who used to coach at uh, at Arizona for one year. Wilkes, who's a defensive coordinator, I think. Steve Wilkes. Steve Wilkes. I do not remember him being at Arizona. Oh, yeah, because he was terrible when he was there. Okay. That's why you don't remember him yes. being there. Um, he was like, it was one season, and he went like, Three and thirteen. Or Oy. Yeah. Oy. So defensive minded guy, and uh, the defense worked last week against Tampa Bay, so held them to three points. Yeah. So it um, worked. Just feisty football team, not good on offense. Um, if Dean Pease, our defense coordinator, can do something and figure out a way to stop a team from passing the ball all over them, right. then you got a real good shot of winning this football game. Well, and they don't have one one hundredth the receiving core or quarterback that the Bengals have so what we saw of course with the the damage to the secondary as we'll put it was not being able to do man coverage or even what DMPs likes a lot of which I'll talk about in the locker room this morning on 6 a.m. the fan 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. every morning was that when you go zone you can't blitz and DMPs likes to likes to blitz and you have guys Anderson or whoever came Abdul in for Anderson who came in for AJ Terrell he oh, got no, picked you're talking on. about Armstrong. Armstrong, sorry. Yep. I mean, they're not gonna, these are the names that don't matter because yeah, exactly. nobody knows who they are. Yeah, exactly. And, but they're going to come and play football at a high level. And and they can't play on that same level, especially even even if A.J. Terrell wasn't a you know, pro bowler or a great cornerback. Right. He's our starting cornerback. Cornerback. So that is all to say, with a not elite receiving core, what do you think Dean Pease is going to do at the same time? Do we have A.J. Terrell? No. No. A.J. will be out with a hammy. He's uh, day-to-day, but I think it'll be like more week-to-week. That's kind of what I figured. Yep. You'll have Casey Haywards on IR, mm-hmm. the other starter. Mm-hmm. So you got Isaiah Oliver and D. Alford and Darren Hall and Mike Ford will be the names you'll keep an eye on. Uh, the Armstrong kid, I guess they brought him up off the practice squad. He doesn't even make the depth chart right now because oh, he just hasn't been updated on ESPN. Okay, um, that's fine. Um, but he's a he, he, he's, you just got to – Try really hard and <laughs> not mess up. So if you can do that, we might have a chance. All right. Well, um, you think we win? Yeah, I'm going to say we win. I'm going to be there. It's the alumni game. Oh, okay. Uh, and Matt, Matt, uh, Mud Duck, Todd McClure, mm-hmm. our starting center for about 15 years here in Atlanta, is going into the Ring of Honor. Oh, it's good man. That's very excellent. Nice, very nice uh, ceremony we'll have at halftime, I believe. DJ Shockley will do the emceeing of that. And he'll have a bunch of his former teammates there in the building to see him go. That's awesome. There. You'll be, like, be down really the field special. with him and stuff? I hope so. I hope they give us that opportunity to do something like that and go down there and see him and, and hang out with him. If not, we'll see him in the suite when he gets done. For sure. Mingling with the big wigs and getting his name well-deserved. Yeah, well-deserved. Absolutely well-deserved. That's great. I did not know that was happening. It's, congrats to Todd McClure, the Mud Duck, on going into the Falcons Ring of Honor. That's absolutely awesome. Uh, sadly, I won't be there this weekend. I'll be down in Orlando. Man, I'm with you. I think we win. Probably not <laughs> not by too much if I had to guess, especially if we pass it like 13 or 14 yep. times. I don't think we can do that anymore. 
I think we're going to open it up a little bit. And that, opening it up might be 22. This would be a good game to try it. This would yeah. be a great game to try it. So we'll see what happens. But let's go Falcons. Let's get a win. Uh, let's lead the division and, uh, I don't know, eventually win it. Maybe. Make it happen. Hopefully. Hopefully. Energy. Rise up. <laughs> Rise up. Thank you for tuning in to FinCast, brought to you by Scana Energy, the official natural gas partner of the Atlanta Falcons. FinCast is hosted by Brian Finneran, co-hosted and executive produced by Tyler Nelson. If you'd like to reach out to the show, email Tyler at tyler at 68 FinCast is hosted by 68 the Fan on thepodcastpark.com and is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Opening and closing music by Atlanta band Gringo Star and their song, I Will Not Follow. Thanks for tuning in to FinCast. We'll see you next week. Son of a bitch. Make the most out of your daily commute or next road trip in a new Audi from Audi Atlanta. And what better way to do it than behind the wheel of a stylish Audi A5 Sportback. Hey, it's Finn, along with my friends at Audi Atlanta, here to introduce this city to the Audi A5 Sportback. With a versatile and athletic design, the beauty lies within. Combining the sleekness of a coupe with the practicality of a four-door hatchback. And right now, you can lease the Audi A5 Sportback for $537 per month. Find yours at AudiAtlanta.com. And you Use the Jim Ellis Expressway to start or complete your entire purchase online or shop in person on Peachtree Boulevard just inside the perimeter. Experience the thrill of driving like never before at Audi Atlanta. Offer applies to a 36-month lease, 2024 Audi A5 Sportback 4x4, 
40, 537 per month, 10,000 miles per year with 4731 due at signing. Example stock number A25954, MSRP 49,905, excludes tax, tag, and title fees. Offer expires 531.24 with approved credit. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Camp Margaritaville RV Resort, where you can just breathe in and breathe out. (sighs) Or move. There's biking, boating, arcade games, hiking, nearby golfing. Or fly through the new Fins Up Water Park. Thrills, chills, twists, and turns. This could be you. Camp Margaritaville at Lanier Islands. An easy one-hour drive from Atlanta. Book your stay today at Camp Margaritaville Lanier Islands.com. 